We're getting philosophical today on the show, talking chaos and organization. Plus, we've got news on Belclair, weekend results, and more. Let's go. It's Monday, December 19th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Coming up in a bit, I've got some race results for you from the weekend. We've got a few news items, but first I wanted to talk to you guys about chaos and organization. As we've been documenting lately, there's a fair bit of unrest right now in dirt racing. Streaming and other factors are changing the sport in various ways and quickly, and people don't deal with change well. Whether we're talking about championship formats in dirt lay model racing or purse money at the Chili Bowl or with sprint cars, there are a lot of opinions and some folks have been very unhappy. In the midst of these conversations, you hear comments about wanting sanctioning bodies to go out of business or streaming services to fail or big events to take a hit for their dealings. It's made me think a lot about chaos and organization in dirt racing. All of the things that fans and competitors want from dirt racing only comes from organization. Streaming money, maybe even live TV, big race purses, fat championship payouts, the possibility of big time sponsors, all of those things need organization. A clear plan of who does what and goes where, rules, insurance, guys getting payouts on time, etc., etc. Those things don't come from chaos. We are right now on the cusp of NASCAR's 75th anniversary, and it was on December 14th, just this last week, 1947, when a bunch of people got together at the Streamline Hotel in Daytona Beach and got organized. NASCAR was born because people got together and created something out of chaos. And if you want the dirt racing equivalent, it was Ted Johnson in 1978 with the World of Outlaws. He put together a group of travelers and big races and created a series that still exists 45 years later. It's this intersection between chaos and organization where dirt racing lives, which both makes it great and but also holds it back. Jonathan Davenport is a perfect example of this. Not signed on with a national touring series, on a week-to-week -week basis, he could literally show up anywhere with the 49. You know he's going to be at the Big Pang events, but from there, it is a question mark. Some races that would seem to make sense for that team, they don't race, and others that would appear to be out of their way, they show up to. It is some measure of chaos when one of the sport's biggest stars, if not maybe the biggest star, is elusive for appearances. It's both awesome that the 49 hauler could show up anywhere, and also not great for tracks and series trying to sell tickets, not knowing necessarily who they're going to get to roll into the pit area. Imagine not being sure if Chase Elliott would roll into a NASCAR event or if Tom Brady suddenly decided to show up in Seattle instead of Tampa. It would be madness. But as dirt racing fans, that's what we deal with and that's what we understand. And we could be about to have much more chaos like this in sprint car racing if some of these teams follow through on the things that have been said. We had Jeremy Elliott talking just a few days ago about the possibility of a new national touring series for 2024. You know what we don't need right now is another split, more chaos. Ask the NST or IndyCar how that worked out for them. But some seem like they are actively advocating for it. A split and more chaos will do nothing but set the sport back. Jonathan Davenport and Brent Marks were the top earners in a light, uh, late model and a sprint car in 2022, and both were deep in the chaos with pick and choose schedules. It certainly worked out well for them and has others thinking about similar paths. But really, those two were beneficiaries of organization. Davenport won a million dollars in one race, and Brent Marks won uh, $276,000 in a weekend because Eldora has a rich history of being owned by the right people and run by the right people. Well-promoted, good sponsors, lucrative streaming deals, strong fan support. 
Those things don't come from chaos, they come from organization. And it's at this intersection of organization and chaos that dirt racing will continue to live. And it will continue to both be beneficial and harmful. Organization is what is needed, but is also railed against. Chaos provides excitement and fun, but also tears things apart. Here's to hoping we can find some way to strike a balance between the two. All right, if you might remember from back in October, we did a daily show about the Belclair Fairgrounds being for sale, which included Belclair Speedway, located there in Belleville, Illinois. A couple of months later now, we are getting closer to a resolution for the property and potentially some good news for the future of the racetrack. Last week, St. Clair County and the city of Belleville both together acquired the facility with plans on continuing its operation. County Board Chairman Mark Kern posted on Facebook that, quote, the location will now be available at all times should it be needed during emergencies, and existing shows and events will continue as normal. Other events will be encouraged and promoted. We have had inquiries about reopening the racetrack, and we are encouraged by all of the positive support we have received, unquote. As we talked about back in October, the facility needs a lot of work, but the potential is still really high. So hopefully a group can come in and get the racetrack back in shape and start hosting events again soon. It is good to hear that maybe we won't be losing yet another racetrack. Before we move on, I wanted to share this photo from Vinny Giuliani, who works obviously on Jonathan Davenport's late model team owned by Lance Landers. With crew chief uh, Jason Durham departing the 49 squad after the season, the whole operation has moved back to Arkansas, and Vinny has shared a few photos along the way as they're kind of, uh, you know, getting settled in here. And obviously, you wouldn't expect anything less than a photo like this and, a, you know, a great looking shop from a team that won over $2 million this season. And since we're in the offseason now, mostly, if you are out there in my audience and you have a car you race on dirt or a cool shop, uh, shop set up, shoot me a photo. My DMs are open. Send them to info at dirttracker.com. We'll share some of them on the show. And make sure uh, to include where and what you race and any other relevant details you want to share. I think it'd be fun to see what some of you are working with and be able to share them with some of the audience that we have here. Uh, on Saturday, uh, indoors at DuCoin, it was Daniel Robinson who picked up the victory in the Junior Knepper 55 with the Power Eye Midgets. Robinson uh, got the lead before halfway and drove on to the victory. He started eighth in the feature, but was to the front pretty damn quickly. It definitely didn't pay to lead laps early in that main event, as Shane Cottle, Thomas Meserol, and Zach Dom all ended up having issues after leading. Timez and Cottle fought back to finish seventh and eighth. Uh, behind Robinson, Zach Bowden and Kyle Cummins rounded out the night's podium. And down under over the weekend, Ian Matson was a winner at Eastern Creek over Caden Brown and Jesse Atzard. At Premier Speedway, Jock Goodyear topped James McFadden and Ryan Newton. That race at Premier also had a big crash for Carson Macedo driving for Sean Dyson. Macedo was okay, but as you can see by the photo on the screen, the car was absolutely destroyed. Uh, the photo on the screen here was from Robert Lake. Hopefully things go a little bit better going forward there for Macedo. Uh, in some sprint car driver news, Mitchell Ficino tweeted out on Sunday that he is out of the Tarleton ride in California with the season now over. He ran all season with NARC finishing fourth in the standings behind Dominic Selzy, Willie Croft, and Bud Kading. In 36 410 races in 2022, he had seven top fives and 15 top tens. His lone win on the season came in 360 competition during the Silver Cup at Silver Dollar Speedway back in March. He is currently looking for 360 and or 410 opportunities for 2023. Uh, there are three items on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has the iRacing World of Outlaws from Peevely and Dirt Vision now. There's also Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Monday out there. We'll be back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.